I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 385 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, NFL opening day is just one week away, and I have got a phenomenal guest to bring you guys today. Legendary NFL Hall of Fame linebacker Andre Tippett joins me on First Class Fatherhood. He is one of the best linebackers to ever play the game. He spent his entire pro football career with the New England Patriots. He's in the Patriots Hall of Fame. He was chosen by the NFL for the 1980s All-Decade team. He's a five-time Pro Bowler. He recorded 100 sacks throughout his career. Uh, the coronavirus has had a major impact on him and his family, so he's going to tell us about that and so much more. NFL legend Andre Tippett will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Andre Tippett was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the Hall of Fame linebacker, please go over to my YouTube channel, hit me with a subscribe. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and speaking about legendary NFL players, joining me next week for a special NFL opening day edition of First Class Fatherhood will be Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly is one of the most inspirational people in the world. His story is just incredible, so don't miss out on that one coming next week. And if you enjoy my interviews with dads of the NFL, please go back through the archives of the show here and take a listen to my conversations about fatherhood with Deion Sanders, Kurt Warner, Ronnie Lott, Terrell Davis, Tom Brady, and so many others. Tomorrow, we're going to go from the football field to the battlefield. The first Frogman Friday edition of the new season here. Former Navy SEAL and Medal of Honor recipient Bob Kerry joins me on the podcast. All right, so let's go, dads. If you are enjoying the podcast, please consider hitting me with a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you enjoy listening to the show. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with NFL legend Andre Tippett. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the barbershops are finally open, but I can tell you right now, there's hair in one place they're never going to cut, and that's right around the area that made you a father in the first place. And when it comes to such a delicate area, you need the right tool for the job. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that is waterproof with skin-safe technology designed to reduce nicks so it tugs in those valuables in your short pants. Also, Manscaped just released their Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file so you can pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping with my special promo code FATHER. Visit Manscaped.com and use the promo code FATHER and save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER, and you can shave that unwanted hair in your underwear today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Andre Tippett. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Alex, thank you for having me, and uh, I feel honored to be on your uh, podcast. Awesome. Let's start it like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Wow, I got four kids. Uh, oldest is uh, 36, 30, uh, 25, and 22. I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got four kids myself. They're uh, 
not quite there yet. My oldest is just starting high school this year. So um, what, what type of uh, sports and activities were they all into growing up? Uh, you know, because of my martial arts background, I tried to get them all in martial arts. And they all, you know, it's funny. They, I was talking about this the other night. They all started karate. Uh, they all lasted for about six months. And they wouldn't come to me. They went to the mother and said, you know, you got to tell dad I don't want to train anymore. But I don't know how to tell them because they know that I've spent pretty much my, my whole life uh, training in the martial arts. So um, that lasted you know, like I said, short period. But uh, uh, most of my kids, though, they were soccer, uh, track. Uh, my my baby daughter is a big time high school athlete. Um, she was a three star captain, uh, soccer, lacrosse, track. Going into her junior year, she told me she didn't want to play college sports, which uh, kind of hurt a little bit. But uh, the son, my baby boy, uh, he, uh, high school football, Pop Warner. I coached him all through Pop Warner. Uh, he was basketball, but then he, uh, primarily, uh, football, uh, got a scholarship at Towson University. He actually just transferred from Towson going into his senior year to URI. So he's going to finish up his last year there. Well, actually he's going to probably do another year because they're, they canceled the season. Uh, my oldest girl, like I said, she tried karate. She wasn't a big athlete, um, but she was the one that probably trained the longest, but eventually quit. And then my middle daughter uh, uh, was cheerleader. She actually cheered, cheered for the uh, Patriots for about uh, three seasons. Wow, that's so, awesome, Andre. Yeah, and, and I know yeah. that yeah, I know you have an extensive history with the martial arts, and and you know, and within the last five years here, really like Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai, everything kind of really just blew up, uh, especially because of the popularity of the UFC. Uh, do you watch the UFC at all? Are you into any of that? Uh, uh, or not? Occasionally, I will check out a couple of fights. Uh, you know, I'm more of a I'm a traditional martial artist, so you know, I I. I those things that they're doing now, I've been doing them a long time, and you know, it's it it doesn't uh, hold the same um, love affair with me like traditional karate. And being able to, you know, I've spent time in Orient. I've gone to Okinawa uh, like five or six times. I've trained there. The longest I've been there has been a been a month, and uh, it's just something about that. I've I've been doing it all my life. It was something that I wanted to do as a little boy, and you know, it took me a long time to wrap my 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 arms around it. Because obviously, growing up in Newark, New Jersey, you know, you go and ask your mom for twenty five dollars a month to play for karate classes. She's looking at me like I had two heads. Uh, <laughs> so I had to figure out a way to, to to get it get involved, and 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 eventually I did. And I tell you, it, uh, it it's become a way of life for me. Yeah, awesome, Andre. Yeah, I'm actually speaking to you from Jersey today, so uh, I, I love oh, your no connection. Yeah, yeah tell people I said hello if you see anybody <laughs> from Jersey. <laughs> and if you could, Andre, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners a little bit more about your background. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. I was not born there. I was born in Birmingham, Alabama, but I left uh, Birmingham when I was seven. My mom uh, moved to Jersey, typical uh, southern women leaving the South to go up North for a better way of life. And, you know, eventually she, uh, she got herself situated and she sent for me and my sister and 
uh, I grew up in Newark and it was me and my sister in the beginning. And then I had three other brothers and uh, I had another brother that lives in Detroit. And um, from there, uh, I had a great, you know, great high school career. I was uh, track, wrestling, football. And then I got lucky and got a scholarship to the University of Iowa. I always wanted to play in the Big Ten. Um, and uh, it, it was a great, great, great opportunity that was there for me at the University of Iowa. Great experience, something that I will always cherish. And uh, got drafted by the Patriots in 1982. Um, second round draft pick. And um, 12 years. And I've been uh, with the organization now 30, I think 37, I'm going on 38 years. And uh, I've, I haven't left. So I found a place, you know, as they tell you, you know, growing up, they said, you know, you know always stay where they know you. And, uh, you know, that was something that the veterans used to always talk about when I first came into the league. And I never understood it. But uh, now I understand and I can appreciate it and I, I embrace it. Yeah, what an incredible career, Hall of Fame career, one of the greatest of all time, uh, Andre. And, and how long this journey that you had, about how old were you then when you first became a father and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Um, you know, I uh, became a dad uh, when I when I got married. Um, you know, it was, you know, growing up in Newark, you know, that, that, was, uh, that was a huge milestone for me because, you know, a lot of my friends uh, wasn't as lucky as I. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I had goals and there were things that I was trying to get accomplished. And, uh, my first kid, uh, uh, it was an awesome, awesome experience, uh, girl and, uh, my oldest and she and I have, uh, bonded like you cannot believe as she's gotten older and, you know, it's just someone that I can, I can, I can bounce things off of and, and have different type of conversations with and, and, uh, you know, matter of fact, all my girls are like that. My son is a little different. Um, I think he's still trying to prove something. And, he, you know, which, you know, typical football player, you know, he's still in it, you know, and he, he has uh, visions of different things. But uh, my girls have been really, really awesome. And they kind of look after me and uh, they keep me in keep me in line. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was, what, 20. 23 when I first had my, uh, my my first child. Yeah, I have the opposite. You know, I have three boys, Andre. Then we got the girl on the on the fourth try. Otherwise, we'd have five by now. But uh, we okay. got her, and uh, you yeah. know, she runs the show over here. Absolutely, she does. <laughs> what would you say were the uh, were the top values you were hoping to instill in your kids as they were growing up? Be kind to people. Be kind to people, and the thing that I. Uh, pressed upon them was do for those that can't do for themselves, protect those, protect those that can't protect themselves. And what I mean by that is, you know, I grew up in, in, in a time where I was the oldest in the family. I was always big for my age. I was constantly, constantly being challenged. And, you know, it was, wasn't the fact that I was afraid to confront people, but it was, it was never a fair fight. It was always, you know, some guy that had three or four of his buddies hanging around and he wanted to confront me because I was a big kid in the class. And uh, I always knew it wasn't going to never it was going to never end in a fair fight. So I was constantly ducking and running and, and avoiding 
ton of ton of guys that were freaking bullies that to this day, you know, I I I I look to run into a few of them just to have a conversation with them. Uh, and 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 that's the thing that I I I, I my girls really was protect those that can't protect themselves. And if you see somebody that uh, is is being bullied or someone that's being taken advantage of, step in and help them. And all three of them are like that. They are unreal. The conversations that we've had throughout the years, uh, it's been a pretty cool, cool conversation. Yeah, awesome, Andre. What, what type of uh, disciplinarian were you as a father? And was it this different than the discipline style that you grew up with? And what, what type of uh, disciplinarian were you as a father? And was it this different than the discipline style that you grew up with? A whole lot different than what it, what, what, what it was. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I used to joke with some of my friends. I said, you know, if my mother was alive, was, was, was raising kids or raising us right now, she'd probably go to jail like three or four times, man. But, you know, it was, it was what was expected back in the day. Um, it was what was expected in your neighborhood. If a neighbor saw you doing something, stepping out of line, my mother always gave the neighbors the the, the go ahead to to do whatever they had to do to put me back in line and 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 and, and discipline me right there on the spot. So we were respectful in that way that you know I I had to be cool and and, and not get in trouble because you know people were always looking out uh, uh, for you. And that was something that I think you know started in the south somehow worked its way up north a little bit. And, um, but it was something that, you know, you respected and you knew that, you know, if you did something, you got out of line, if you, if you got in trouble, if you had bad grades, there was discipline to be handed out. And, um, so, you know, it worked for me. It made me the man that I am today. I'm, I'm respectful, disciplined, uh, have respect for, for, for everyone. Uh, now, for me as a dad, was more of a conversation and an expectation and, and, and letting the kids know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable and understanding that there are consequences. And I, I preach that, especially with my son, because, you know, you're, 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 you're a young man now and, you know, you, you carry the family name. There are high expectations there. I mean, you 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 are in a role that, you know, people are going to constantly be looking after, looking at you and, and watching everything that you do. So you need to understand that, you know, your reflection upon me, your mother, your sisters, uh, the community that you live in, the high schools that you went to, the colleges that you represent, you represent all that stuff. So you have to be conscious. And, and uh, so that's been my conversation with my son and, and similar fashion with my girls. Um, I've, I've never had to do anything with my girls other than, you know, I raise my voice and, you know, or every now and then, you know, Hey, I'm disappointed in your decision or I'm just, and you know, that was it. And I, like I said, I've been blessed to have three beautiful daughters that, uh, I think the world of, and, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to, to, to have them in my life. Yeah, really good stuff, Andre. And you mentioned your mom there, and I have read reports that that your mother and stepfather both fell uh, uh, to the coronavirus. And I'm sorry for your loss. And I, and I also you. read, I also read that your son got the virus as well. It, 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 is, 
that the case? And how did that yeah, work he, out? And did you just yeah, it all worked out. He, yeah, he had just he had just gotten back from uh, spring break in March, and so it kind of all fell into place. He came home around March 10th from spring break, and um, you know, it's like all of a sudden, Dad, Mom, I, I can't taste, I can't smell anything. And right away, we sent him to the hospital, and you know, you need to get checked. And you know, we, um, my wife and, and and I and him, and we were at home, and we basically had to isolate and quarantine uh, uh, for a while. And uh, he's been healthy; everything is great. And the funny thing about it, throughout that time, he was still, you know, sort of working out and getting his 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 uh, his, his regimen on, um, anticipating football. Uh, happening and then uh, got word that it didn't happen and then all of a sudden uh, you know it's 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 a different world now that we live in but yeah he's uh, he's a hundred percent fine he's uh, you know strong healthy young boy you know again we're lucky that it wasn't uh, as an extreme uh, case as my mother and my stepdad who who um, fell victim to it later in March. Uh, my stepdad was going in for a pacemaker and um, all of a sudden in the hospital, they, they test him and they find out that he's uh, positive. And then all of a sudden, you know, my brother's at home in Jersey are checking on my mom. And then all of a sudden, you know, they got to call an ambulance because she's sweating like, you know, she's been sitting in a sauna for, for three days, you know? And so, um, Obviously, from there, the uh, ventilators, you know, helped them breathe, and then it, uh, it 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 went from bad to worse. And uh, you know, they're they're both in a better place now. Um, I think um, my brothers and I are all you know better people for having them in our lives. Yeah, very well said. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it, it, our world, like you said, is much different now because of this whole thing, and especially for those like yourself that have been personally impacted in such a big way by it. For a lot of us, it's just been about quarantine, stay home and just kind of, you know, wait it out. But and, and now speaking of this, obviously, uh, there's no Hall of Fame ceremony this year. So like, so many other things have been canceled here. You're still involved with the uh, Patriots organization. How do you kind of see this football season shaping up? What do you expect to see for this year? I, you know, it's going to be, it's going to, obviously, as we say, you know, it, it's going to be a different season than we've ever witnessed uh, before in our life. Um, I, I, I think if all 32 teams get through this isolation period, this training camp period to get to the first game of the season, I, I, I think we might be lucky enough to, 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 to make it work. Um, obviously, you know, it's going to be tough and, you know, you can all you can never 100 percent get everybody to, to buy into the platform. And, you know, but I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, guys are going to realize that they got to look out for each other. It's on it's on them to be responsible. And, uh, and I think if we get through all of that, all 32 teams can get through that. Um, I think I think we'll have some makeshift of a season and it, it'll 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 be something that we uh, will be able to look back on a few years from now and just shake our head at 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a learning time for all of us, too, to kind of see how we can handle things like this moving forward. I mean, it's definitely uh, we're all in in new waters here when it comes to this, especially the big, big leagues like the NFL, NBA and Major League Baseball. So it'll be interesting to see. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Andre, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Wow. Um, hey, man, love your kids. Uh, show them as much love. And, and compassion as you can. Um, you gotta, you know, you, you you gotta do everything that you can to teach them right from wrong. And uh, but the 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 whole the, the the ability to tell your kids that you love them, uh, wrap your arms around them, and try to raise them at the best the best way that you know how. I mean, we've all been influenced by so many different. Uh, Different ways of raising kids, and um, but for me, I I saw love, I felt love for my mom, and I in return have showed love to my children, and uh, I've done everything I can to make life better for them than it was for me, and give them better opportunities than you gave than than, than you were able to have for yourself, and I, I think with that, I mean a lot of the other things are going to be trial and error, but if you if you find love in your heart to be compassionate with your children and to teach them compassion, um, that to me I think that's probably the best advice that you could probably give anybody. Yeah, very very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Andre Tippett, you're a first class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Alec, thank you. It's a pleasure meeting you, and I hope at some time I'll run into you somewhere. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Andre Tippett for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. Tomorrow on the podcast, we're going to close it out with our first Frogman Friday edition of the new season here. Former Navy SEAL and Medal of Honor recipient Bob Kerry. He was also a senator in Nebraska. Don't miss out on that one. It's an honor to have him on the podcast with me. He will be my fifth Medal of Honor recipient to join the podcast. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.